0: Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Day four of our new year and 18 degrees right now in Jackson. And today should be a pretty nice day. Uh, an improvement over yesterday. I
1: guess. It still feels like eight degrees out. But yeah, it's uh, it's nicer today than it's going to be toward the end of the week. So uh, yeah. enjoy this 18 degree weather today
0: should get to 35 today with sunshine, so that'll melt some of the snow a little bit. But um, if you're headed west to West Michigan in the next couple of days, uh, they actually uh, could have near blizzard conditions along uh, the West Michigan coastline on Wednesday and Thursday. They're expecting um, blowing snow, falling snow showers, slick roads, near blizzard conditions, and whiteout conditions are possible and we'll pick up uh, a little bit.
1: Yeah, be careful if, uh, if you have to drive. Did you hear about the people that were trapped on I-95
0: yesterday? I saw
1: that. Oh my gosh, people had to sleep in their cars, kind of in the DC, Richmond, Virginia area, which that highway is awful anyways. Yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like with a blizzard. So there were folks that slept in their cars last night.
0: Well, you'll have to wonder, I do. Why are they going out? They had a picture of uh, a woman with a four-month-old baby in the backseat of the car. They were trapped for hours. Where is she taking the baby? Well, you've always said
1: that, where are all these people going, going? and and we don't know. Um, I don't know, people have things to do. The planes, too. They're going home, they're going to work. Yeah, the planes, there were over, uh, yesterday, I think over 2,500 canceled southwest has already canceled 600 today mm-hmm. um metro yesterday they had about 70 canceled and over 100 that were late so uh, if i was going to get trapped in an airport it would be the mcnamara terminal
0: It's pretty nice i would take that one yeah
1: so but yeah there's people that have imagine imagine this brandon you're getting ready to go on a trip you don't want to park so you ask me to drive drop you off i drop you off and then your flight's canceled I mean, can you imagine? That's
0: happening to thousands of people mm-hmm. uh, over the last few weeks. So, yeah. Be and careful. for some reason, they do not make the uh, chairs in the terminal <laughs> comfortable to sleep in.
1: <laughs> no, they do not. They don't want. No, they people. do not. You, uh, you'd have to get into one of those fancy lounges, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd be afraid of falling asleep in the terminal because someone might steal steal my, steal the bag, or worse. Leave you with a bag, I and don't then when think you get so. to, you get to so. security, they ask, did, did you are you carrying anybody else's bag? It's I don't know. Someone dropped this on me while I was sleeping. I don't think so. that would happen. Uh, we've got some, I think, a little bit of good news along with the bad when it comes to the uh, pandemic. Number of people right now hospitalized at Henry Ford Legion's Health is down. That's good. Yes, 45 persons down from a high of uh, 82 uh, just over a week ago. So that's. Good news, fewer people in the hospital, but statewide Michigan has shattered records for COVID-19 cases. Uh, on Monday, the state seven day average for new cases soared to 12,442, that uh, breaks the record. Hospitalizations are up statewide, and the number of people in intensive care with COVID statewide is a, at about 800. So that's a lot of ICU cases, and we mm-hmm. also have, uh, Number of uh, children hospitalized over a hundred in the state. So that's bad, too So Dr. Uh, Adnan Makara and the leadership of Henry Ford Health System are planning a press briefing later this morning To talk about the uh, latest in hospitalizations COVID's impact on operations heading into the first week of the new year also new criteria for monoclonal antibody therapy and guidance on uh, healthcare workers returning to work. As we know, it's been controversial. Is it five days? Is it 10 days? Is it whatever? Is it What is it? Well, the CDC
1: changed it mm-hmm. to five days, but then Dr. Fauci said something on the news, so they're, now they're gonna take a look at it. It's just more uh, confusion for, for people. The UK uh, decreased their quarantine time to five days, and then uh, the CD, uh, that is the latest CDC quarantine. is five mm-hmm. days, and then so if you if you test positive, you quarantine for five days and then you wear a mask the next five days. That's literally what it says on the CDC website.
0: One reason it's controversial, uh, there was a report yesterday that the CEO of Delta Airlines asked the CDC for the reduction in number of days of quarantine from 10 to 5. And one of the late night hosts said, well, if you've got a business that's named after a variant, you can make one of the rules.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good, so yeah, there's a lot of, uh, probably behind the scenes uh, talking that that we don't know about, which, uh, yeah, it's crazy, we're not not privy.
0: Kids are uh, back in school in Jackson County, but you know, in some of the uh, biggest school districts in the state, it's remote learning. Uh, We've got multiple public universities and several of the uh, state's largest public school districts. Ann Arbor, Flint, Hamtramck, Lansing, Oak Park, Pontiac, River Rouge, Southfield, all remote learning. Also, MSU, Eastern Michigan, Wayne State, Oakland University, all starting remotely. Wow. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. I
1: think uh, uh, Michigan State is going to go the first three weeks, and I think some of the other schools are going to plan it playin it by ear, but it is interesting. It's, it's another situation where... Uh, everyone 's doing something differently mm-hmm. and uh, is, again just just as uh, it's confusion but i think uh, I think the good news, like you said, is um, the hospitalizations are down, and um, more people are getting it and recovering from it um, and moving on from it as mm-hmm. well so that is good
0: well the uh the advice continues to be get vaccinated
1: yeah that 's pretty much it i mean that 's the uh that that is the advice get vaccinated get
0: vaccinated
1: hey the uh, sheriff's department uh, did something pretty cool they uh, they were able to uh, twist the arm of the sheriff and and uh, allow for a no shave <laughs> november and they raised money for uh, the interface shelter this is um this is one of the finalists this is uh, deputy archie wickman and uh, he's one of the finalists along with uh, deputy I, I had dinner
0: at, with Archie uh, Did you? Last month, a couple of months ago. Was yeah. how,
1: how was the beard? Wasn't there? It Wasn't there? It Wasn't there? No. Um, Ed uh, Cervantes was another one, and then Dan, uh, you know Dan, Dan Laughlin was another uh, contestant. I don't know who would you give it to. I might have to give it to Archie over uh, Dan.
0: Well, I'm biased. You know, I had dinner with Archie. So. I know, but I have I have had
1: many dinners with uh, Dan, his mm-hmm. family too. So I don't know. You take Archie, I'll take Dan. Uh, But anyways, the department raised $2,274 for the Interfaith Shelter, and that went toward the purchase of a new hot water heater for them, so that's good stuff there. So thanks to our uh, local uh, sheriff department and uh, participants in No Shave November. They actually let them carry it into December uh, so they could raise some more money.
0: Nice, congratulations. To our sheriff's department. Uh, I know uh, food is always the topic of the morning show, and we've got news about the hot and ready. Mm. Uh, Little Caesar's announcing yesterday that the price of the hot and ready is increasing to $5.55. and <laughs> I mean, it's, seriously, they're still giving
1: that away, right? I mean... We've got a couple families of three sitting here. You can throw a five dollar and fifty five cent pizza out on the counter, and everyone's good till tomorrow.
0: It has been five dollars for twenty five years. Really? Yes. 530. It's 530. Yeah. It's always been. Yeah, it's five thirty. Five thirty after tax. Yeah. Yes. But um, Little Caesar says they're adding thirty three percent more pepperoni. Oh. So uh, in, yeah, I, I guess it's actually cheaper. With yeah. the extra pepperoni?
1: So how much is that more of the Tigers game if you get a full... $75. $75. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the hot and ready set the Tiger games. I think those run plain cheese at about $28 yeah. a cup. So, I don't uh, think that's going to stop anyone. It's still a bargain. It's, I don't know how they do it,
0: <laughs> really. That's so it's, cheap.
1: A, it's great. Yeah. I, the amount of people that, uh, you know, if you're feeding kids really quick before a game or after a game or something like that, or how many of us are just running home I mean, it's genius. Who doesn't love it? Why aren't there more drive thru <laughs> pizza place? I don't get it. There should be are, plenty. I, I love the hot and ready. Didn't Fazoli's have a drive-thru once? They do. A, yeah, yeah, they do? Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: I th- the problem with me at the drive-thru, I can't understand what they're saying. I can't. even at the hot and ready. I cannot understand what they're they Through the need, microphone? They need a new microphone. No, right. the microphone works just fine. <laughs> and the thing is, is there's only a few items. Just pick one. It seems easy. Oh, speaking of uh, new microphones, a woman on a plane, this is amazing, a woman on a plane, she, she brought a microphone and one of those um, speakers oh my God. Uh, that you put over your shoulder. This is a TikTok video that's gone viral, but she put the microphone on uh, to lecture the plane about the pandemic. Hmm. She um, said, this is my microphone and you can't take it. I tried borrowing yours, you don't want me to use it. Uh, The flight attendant said, we're gonna have to (laughs) take the microphone away. No, I brought my microphone, I'm gonna use it. And she started spouting her theories about the origins of COVID. Uh, She just went on and on and on. They finally told her that she uh, would be handcuffed if she didn't shut up and sit down.
1: What do you think she did while she was waiting for her flight? (sighs) I don't know. They
0: should fly her right to the mental institute. There's too many people flying. No, there's just just, too many people, that's all it is. If they could just weed out the nuts, um, the planes would be, it'd be, air travel would be. I don't
1: know what kind of person you are, if you wake up and you think, I'm going to do this today on my flight. You know, no one ever, you don't get an award for doing this ever. It's always a crime, right? Always, 100% of the time is a crime. So I'm glad I was not on uh, that Spirit Airlines flight.
0: You know, and there's actually been a few more um, incidents on planes over the last few days, and uh, they're so vulgar, we can't even show them to you, you can't even, there's just so much uh, profanity in the uh, tirades of these irate passengers, the FAA says, oh, you're going to lose your pre-check status. I think they should be going a lot further than that. I think so, yeah, yeah I think so. How did they get pre status in the first place? Well,
1: you can, I think it only costs $55 and you can go up to Ann Arbor to get that.
0: Oh, you gotta take two days off work. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just not, it's, it's not, uh, it's not ever been fun to travel with strangers and I think that's what this all boils down <laughs> to, traveling with strangers. <laughs> yes. Let's take a look at uh, some area sports. We have our scoreboard presented by Extreme Dodge. And uh, last night, we had uh, a little basketball. We had East Jackson. They won 68 over Britton Deerfield. 68 or 66 to 46. Uh, bowling. We also had a lot of bowling. Grass Lake 30, Addison 0. Grass Lake is 7-0 and on the season. That was at uh, Hudson Lanes in Hudson. I didn't know Hudson had a... Hmm. Bowling Center, but they definitely do. Hanover Horton, 28, Michigan Center, two. That was at Jack 60. And then Jonesville, 16 and a half. Vandercook Lake, 13 and a half over at Jack 60. Hunter Miller finished with a 2 game for Vandercook. That's, uh, that's good stuff. And girls bowling, Grass Lake, 28, Addison, two. Hanover Horton, 27, Michigan Center, three. And it was Jonesville taking care of Vandercook Lake again over at jack 60 on deck for tonight we've got a lot boys basketball our feature game we'll have live for you will be grand ledge at jackson no jv game tonight i believe due to covid so the freshmen will play at five and then varsity to follow probably 6:45, 45 <coughs> 7 o'clock mm-hmm. um so stay tuned for that just uh well again we'll have that live on jtv and jtv.tv slash live some girls basketball, more bowling, gymnastics, and then swimming. Jackson is on the road at Eaton Rapids, but uh, I can't believe that they would ever have a road swimming meet anymore. (laughs) They should just always host, but that's on deck for tonight, so a lot of uh, great area high school sports, and we'll have highlights from the majority of those tomorrow and tonight.
0: Yeah, and other schools, um, they are coming to Jackson High asking, hey, can we use your pool for- uh, Yeah
1: are big me. Yeah, they uh, are. You know? They are. It's, uh, it's literally world-class facility
0: over there. Mm-hmm. Our uh, job of the day being brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast. Currently there's over 1,540 jobs available in Jackson County, including many at MDOC here in Jackson at virtually every facility at MDOC in Jackson. There are openings for corrections officers, healthcare professionals, registered nurses, mental health professionals, food service, administration teachers, and much more. The next Academy for Corrections Officers starts later this month, so get in now and you can start earning money and you'll be on a path to uh, success. MDOC, great careers available now, our job of the day. Brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast.
1: Plenty of uh, great jobs available on the JTV job board as well, so check that out. A lot of a lot of folks hiring right now.
0: Yeah, and if you are looking to hire, uh, put your uh, listings on our job board, and uh, find your. Uh, we've had people find uh, staff that way.
1: Absolutely. Yep. That's how we found. That's how we find our staff. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> to the JTV
0: job board. That's right. It works. Who's on uh, the show today?
1: Today we have Mike Hurst from Andy's Place and Andy's Angels, and Janelle Merritt from American One. Mike Hurst is next.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at, viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
0: Jackson County Chamber of Commerce invites you to the MLK Diversity Breakfast. New location this year, we didn't have one last year. We're back in person and it's at the American One Credit Union Event Center at Keeley Park. Presented by AARP Michigan, U.S. Staffing Agency and Henry Ford Health System. This year's event will feature art from the Jackson District Library. This year's community celebration to honor the legacy of Dr. King. Features an inspirational keynote from Jackson native and Spring Arbor University graduate and Grammy Award winner Babby Mason. So, if you'd like to go, you need to reserve a table. Contact Amanda Loveland at the Chamber 782-8221, or you can also register online at JacksonChamber.org/MLK.
1: We'd like to now welcome our first guest on today's morning show, founder of Andy's Place and Andy's Angels, Mike Hurst.
3: Good morning, Mike. Good morning, how are you guys doing this morning?
0: Good, happy new year.
1: Happy new year to you. So it was a it was a, it was a good year for you, and uh, your uh, residents uh, really uh, humbled you toward the end of the year, didn't they?
3: Yes, they did. Uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, just before Christmas as a matter of fact, they asked me to come over there on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, I showed up, and, uh, they were all sitting around the table, pretty quiet in there. And I, uh, well, what's going on here? And pretty soon they brought out a big card, this big, and everybody signed it. And they, they brought me and made a plaque that, uh, for me, uh, honoring me. And they also raised $246 and put it in a gift card for me. <laughs> That's <of> which, cool. Which, <laughs> you know. You, you <laughs> it's, uh, That's awesome. Uh, they, they just, uh, th- they were so appreciative and so happy. And they wanted to do something for me and my family. And uh, they did. And that was fantastic.
0: Yeah, and uh, just the the latest, really, in and uh, uh, I, I think a long line of awards and, and recognitions for Andy's <coughs> Place uh, just this past year. I know you were honored. You went to Washington, D.C. for an award. Uh, also, uh, statewide awards, and Andy's Place is the only, only one of its kind in the entire United States right now, and uh, a model for, I, I know other people are... They're calling you and asking you how you did it. Yeah,
3: there's actually uh, well, there's one going into the ground right now in uh, near Farmington Hills, and then I'm working on one with the developer with Andy's Place for one up near Saginaw, uh, and there's one projected to go into Kalamazoo, and then other states are, are looking into it. Yes.
1: When you, uh, Mike, when you pull into uh, Andy's Place after kind of really all that has been accomplished, you have to think about you know it's been. Quite a quite a amount of work, but to see the success with Andy's place and the success of the residents when you pull in there uh, What type of satisfaction does that give you?
2: Well, I,
3: I always have a really warm feeling when I pull in there um, Obviously my son's name's on the sign. So, you know, I'm already smiling and then when you start walking around uh, The tenants that are there they're all got smiles on their faces. They look happy. They look healthy They're You know, hey, mr. Hurst. How you doing today? Hello, Mike? Uh, it's just a normal everyday you know this is something they've been missing for a lot of years and, and uh, to see them mingle with each other to see them support each other to uh, you know there's the community rooms up there on the screen right now uh, I, I said you know we, we we're putting together a meet a room a meeting room where they usually have meetings that's what i always think about is we're going to have some kind of meeting here well i said you know we, we need something else we need a room that uh, looks really nice we need a room that uh, they can have birthday parties in, they can, you know, some of these people They actually just recently there was a birthday party for a 14-year-old son. He'd never had a birthday party, a family mm-hmm. birthday party, you know. Now you can have that to be, you know, you want to have grandma's 80th birthday party, you want to have a graduation, you want to have a baby shower. All those things you can have now. Mm-hmm. And th- these are, you know, they seem to us sometimes to say, well, what, what's the big deal? You know, those are huge deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are things you remember the rest of your life if you're a child And this great birthday party where the whole family showed up and there was a cake and mm-hmm. ice cream and oh man it was just great we forget about those things yeah.
1: and the uh, you know your residents uh, have a wonderful place to bring their
3: family for those
1: oh absolutely those they, they're not embarrassed at all they're no. bringing them
3: out there and say man look around and everybody's going ah, oh, this is really nice <laughs> in here wow it's really nice and that's what we wanted that that's, yeah that's exactly what we shot for we want people to understand this everybody can live this way you know everybody the, the normal for young kids is is not the chaotic lifestyle in a a, a beat-up neighborhood with crime infested everywhere you know that becomes normal for them mm-hmm. so we want them to grow up in a normal everybody's smiling everybody's thankful everybody's trying to help each other the place is clean the place is nice oh, geez we have a beautiful playground out back that if we can just go out and we don't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. this is wild you know and we want to create that atmosphere. And, and really, there's been a community within the community of Jackson. Yeah. It took a while to get that that community atmosphere, but now they police themselves. You know, we've had no crime there.
0: Wow. You so well, yeah, we so we've had uh, several months now with uh, residents in recovery from addiction. How are they doing?
3: They're doing fantastic. You know, knock on wood. But it, you know, we you, you, okay. We got 50 people suffering severely from addiction. All in this nice little area here. We've had no crime. Nobody's been stealing. There's mm-hmm. nothing there. We've had four or five people that have relapsed, but out of 50 over a year's span, that's pretty good numbers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to get their lives back together. They're, they're working on their family aspect of it first, and the job aspect comes second. And then moving up in life is, is really what I, what I press a lot there. I always tell people, hey, you know how you doing and they might say well, i'm doing real good man i haven't used in a year mm-hmm. well, what else you've been doing i want to know you know yeah. because just because you haven't used drugs doesn't mean you're not working on your recovery think about it a little bit mm-hmm. you got to where you're at by not having t- a lot of structure in your life mm-hmm. and uh, we want you out looking for a job we want you thinking about that career that you always wanted we want you thinking 10 years down the road so if you're not doing all those things and, and, and you're not really working on your recovery, you've just gotten off drugs, but other than that, what have you done for yourself? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where we step in.
1: That can really apply to, uh, really to anyone in life Absolutely. Well.
3: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: What are our uh, uh, national numbers like? Are things
3: getting any better, Mike? No, they've been horrible. Uh, last year was uh, 100,000 deaths. Huh. Uh, most of them were opiate deaths. Most of them were fentanyl deaths. Um, the year before that was seventy thousand. So you know, when, when my son passed away, I think that was the first year that uh, overdoses exceeded traffic fatalities as the leading cause of accidental death in this country, and that was like thirty-five thousand people. Mm-hmm. Now we're at a hundred thousand. So we've we've really tripled it since Andy's passed away. It's amazing. It's uh, it's it's
1: unbelievable. Is our country as a whole doing anything to uh, uh, take a look at this, or is is it seem to be? kind of more of the, the status quo. We have certain individuals and, and certain politicians who do take a little bit, but it seems like uh, really the private sector is really the one doing a lot of the talking.
3: You're absolutely correct, and, and, and I'm all for that. I, I really think the private sector mm-hmm. needs to step up. We can't rely on government to take care of all our issues for us on a daily basis, and yeah, let's use government as an asset. Let's let the private sector step in, use government as an asset, and we can really make something happen, and, and that's really what I push for all the time. I, I just i just really believe in that i i, I believe if you if your child's in school and he's not doing very well don't blame the teacher you better have the kid home when he gets out of school we're going to work on his math we're going to work on his reading tonight uh i th- i just i really believe that mm-hmm.
0: as the pandemic um would you say the pandemic is responsible for some of the um increase
3: oh absolutely uh, you know there's nothing worse than being isolated when you're when you're suffering from substance abuse uh, first off, you feel like you're all alone in the world anyway, and, and now you, nobody else can step in that world. So you know, And they have Zoom meetings and all that for their meetings, but that's not like us sitting here talking here today. And uh, I'm not a big fan of Zoom meetings. I know you have to have them, but if somebody wants to talk to me, I'm going to go meet you in person. I don't really care what your status is as far as uh, you know, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated or whatever. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I think it's very important that we sit down and talk to somebody when they want to be talked to
0: that's one thing that the pandemic's prevented you and others volunteering for andy's angels to go into schools and have those assemblies you did a lot of those before the pandemic Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
3: we we hope we can do that again
1: i think that's i mean i think that is so important yeah getting to those even at a young younger age right i mean you really need to talk start talking to kids at what age mike
3: I'm thinking fifth grade. Yeah, is, is really when you can communicate with somebody on a, on a pretty good basis, mm-hmm. and you know, let's let's talk to them then about it. Let's 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 plant that seed at that time. You know, if we're ever going to get ahead of this whole, uh, you know, we always want to we want to destroy the drug cartels and the drug dealers, and we think that's going the problem's going to go away. Well, it's not going to go away. There's always somebody else to step in mm-hmm. there. There's money involved here, um, but if we really want to hurt the the drug cartels and the drug dealers, then let's take away their market. Uh, and if we don't figure a way to get people better, we'll never take away that market. Mm-hmm. You know, right now they have a market. Uh, uh, here's this drug. You're going to be addicted to it. You got to come see me tomorrow, and you're right. gonna, you got to you got to bring the money with you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen every single day. So, like I said, I, I you know I was uh, you know had a lot of vengeance in my heart. I, you know, I went after some drug dealers. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, not, first off, they're not going to bother me a bit. Um, and, and, but I thought, you know, this is crazy. Uh, I'm never going to get ahead. I, I see the police do it all the time. They, they tell me we, we can't get ahead. We can't arrest every dealer in town. We can't arrest every drug user in town. So, okay, what else can we do? How about first off, look at this horrible recovery rate. How about if there's something we can do to help these people? You know, uh, you know I, I've always said I'm embarrassed in this country because we only had a 10% success rate of getting somebody off opiates. That's embarrassing to have a 90% failure rate. Uh, so as we're kind focusing on recovery, I'm also thinking in my head, hey, the more we can cut that the drug dealers market down, the more we give the police the opportunity to, to go in there and do their work.
0: Mike Hurst is with us, founder of Andy's Angels and Andy's Place. More with Mike after this.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back. We're with Mike Hurst, founder of Andy's Angels and Andy's Place. And Mike, Andy's, uh, Andy's Place is going to, uh, to be bigger. It's going to have a phase two, correct?
3: Absolutely. And we were shooting for this all along. Uh, there'll be two more buildings added on here. Um, hopefully we'll start on that next spring. Wow,
1: that's awesome. So how many, uh, how many residents do you have right now, Mike? And then how many will, you, will this phase allow you to, uh, to have?
3: Well, right now we have um, 39 single bedroom apartments in building A. There are 12 family units in building B. And then you'll see the, the two other buildings down there, the family housing and the general population. Those, those buildings right there, right now, we had to go work with the drug court and everything had to go through the drug uh-huh. court in the state of Michigan and says. this. We've convinced them of the success that, that, that is taking place here and shown them the success taking place. And these two buildings will be for anybody, you know. Right now, you had to be in jail. You had to, you had to, you had to be in trouble to get in there, to get uh-huh. help. Well, these two buildings are people who, who are not in trouble. There's, there's an l- awful lot of people out there. They just haven't been arrested yet. Uh, they've certainly made mistakes, there's no question about it. But they haven't been caught, so there's no avenue for them to get into somewhere like this. So we're creating an avenue for, for the guy that, Jesus, uh, uh, he's suffering from severe addiction. Uh, he's spent about every penny he has. Uh, let's, let's get him in here before he starts stealing to, to yeah. support his habit.
1: That's a great point. I mean, it's not just folks who have found themselves in trouble with the law. There's people every day struggling with this that do want to
3: get clean, right? Absolutely, I've never talked to anybody that didn't want to get clean. Right. I want to get that straight yeah. right now. we oh, they just want to have a good time. Oh, well, I, I haven't met that person yet because every single one that I've ever talked to said, man, I'd do anything to get, get this monkey off my back. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, We've got, um, I, I know uh, a number of programs where uh, police and fire EMS have uh, Narcan mm-hmm. in Jackson County and there were um, periods of time where the, there were 10, 12, 15 calls a day and now we have uh, Narcan in a vending machine in the sheriff's department lobby, and I understand that that is um, that's being used a lot.
3: Yeah, and, you know that's a life-saving drug. And, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people get down on Narcan and say, "Oh, they're just used. They're gonna. They just. They, they have it so they can use the drug and not worry about dying." Well, that's not the case at all. And, uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of little rules that some people try to put into place. You know, different—not this township, not this city, but in other places in Michigan also, where they tried to say, oh, you know, after the third time, we're not going to give them Narcan again. Uh-huh. They're, they're, it's you know, we're just wasting our time and everything. And I, we were having a conversation about that one day with some people, and, and one of the person said that, you know, hey, you know, I figure after the third time, then they, then that's it. And I said, so what you're telling me is your favorite. Uh, favorite nephew, maybe your, maybe your next door neighbor, the kid that grew up next to you. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's your son. And he's already overdosed twice, and the third time, uh, you know, he overdosed. And they rush in, and they're gonna put Narcan, and you go, oh, wait a minute, that's his third time. Yeah. D- just let him die. And of course, you know, the room gets quite kind of quiet when you think about it in those terms. Mm-hmm. And But that's the, the point. We're trying to keep him alive till we figure a way to get him better. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if I gotta revive somebody, 50 times maybe maybe that number 51 that they didn't have that didn't kill them and now they're moving on to a successful life and, and you have to understand you really can have a successful life just because you uh, became somebody uh, addicted to opioids or methamphetamine or whatever the case may be.
0: You there any of dollars from all the lawsuits and settlements the Sackler family and all that that Uh, Is any of that money going to get here?
3: Well, you know, it's hard to say, you know, how much it'll be by the time it gets here. I think Michigan's getting $800 million, but that's over 10 years, and if you wanted to do some math, you'd see, well, that's about $30,000 for each county, you know. It just gets distributed, Mm -hmm. you know, and here, there, the other places, and, you know, they made billions of dollars. That was a $3 billion year interest for them. them. And really, the fines and this penalty here is really basically a
0: slap on the Mm wrist. And you mentioned uh, fentanyl, so there's um, street drugs that are getting distributed and and mixed, and and, uh, that's what's um, responsible for a lot of the increases in the fatalities.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and this is the most important thing, and if parents are out there watching, if kids are out there watching, I want you to know. Those pills that are on the street, that they call them Xanax, they call them Oxys, and they look like Xanax, they look like Oxycontin, they look like Vicodin. Most of those pills are now being counterfeited on the other side of the border. They're just fentanyl uh, mixed with another ingredient. They're stamped, they look just like any other, and it's killing people right and left. You know, a young kid buys some Xanax on the street, he thinks, I need it for my anxiety. Well, he takes one pill and and he doesn't wake up. Mm. And that happens all the time now. That is why we're seeing 100,000 deaths in this country right now every single year. And it'll probably go up even more next year. Um, They're putting the fentanyl, they're they're putting it in everything from marijuana to cocaine. I mean, every single drug, they're finding traces of fentanyl in them. It's a great deal for the drug dealers. The Chinese uh, ship the fentanyl to the Mexican drug cartels. They cut their heroin with it. So now instead of making just uh, this much money, now they're making this much money on the same investment. And they could give a damn about if somebody lives or dies from using their product. It's crazy. Well,
0: what is it about fentanyl? Is it a a cheap filler? that?
3: Yeah, it's it's 100 times more powerful than heroin. 50 to 100 times. It's made really cheap in China. And so that's what's happening. So the Chinese are shipping it to the Mexican drug cartels, and they're mixing it with their stuff and any other thing they can get. And uh, they're making money hand over fist at the expense of American lives. And if we don't close that border down, nothing to do with immigration, but if we don't stop that drug traffic coming through there, we'll see 200,000 lives lost in the next few years.
1: Mike, thanks for uh, all you're doing, and congratulations on uh, all your success with Andy's Place and Andy's Angels thus far.
3: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate, appreciate everything you guys do to help us out there.
1: Absolutely. Mike Hurst, founder of Andy's Angels and Andy's Place with us on The Morning Show. We'll be right back with Janelle Merritt from American One.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to The Morning Show. With us now from American One is Janelle Merritt. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, too. It's a beautiful day. It Even is. Even though it's all wintry and cold, the sun is shining. I need your
1: mood for the cold weather because I just don't. <laughs> Janelle's always in I know, but good. I don't. Yes. It's eight de- it feels like eight degrees out here.
4: It, it happy. does. I love it. It's okay. We could get through it.
0: Well, you've got you know so many different things that um, depended on, in-person uh, interaction with uh, the credit union and events. Mm-hmm. You are able to pull some of those off um, last did. year, and you want to bring them back again this year. Yes. Uh, how was the year uh, as you look back at 2021 for it was the great. A1CU?
4: Yeah, it was great. You know, it was that year of pivoting. So you try to do one thing and then you think, can we pull this off and you change it if you need to? And then you go back. And it was almost like planning two simultaneous events all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we have to do this virtually? Can we do it in person? But you know, we had some record breaking years, both in our business and then in community giving. So my favorite phrase that we, several of our leadership did a class together and it was doing well and doing good at the same time. And I just love that. I love that and I think it really embodies what American One Credit Union is all about. And I think 2021 was a great example. So it's just a fun, fun year to talk about, even though it had its challenges.
2: Yeah,
1: the uh, when we go through and look at some of these photos, it uh, it doesn't feel like uh, we missed anything no, mean, that it doesn't. this is women's week and, and <laughs> yes. you guys even got the governor to, to stop in
4: yes that was an unexpected surprise and it was neat to see I talked to you know one of the folks that was with her and Jackson was the only community in Michigan to recognize and do something extra special for International Women's Day and to kick off Women's Week so thank you again to the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce because they really uh, brainstormed that with us and it was just our privilege to help make that come to life so the governor said hey I want to Stop by. We said, "Come on down." That's a, just a photo from one of our car sales. You know, we introduced this car care kit. Does that jumper cables? On yes, it's like everything that you hope you never need, but you always do at some point because cars don't last forever. So this was uh, just a car care kit we were able to give out to everybody oh, bought a vehicle, cool. and yeah, it was so popular. And we had a lot of fun with it. Balloons from the balloony bin for our photos. We brought Dr. Elliot Eisenberg this year, so we had been working on bringing him for two years. (laughs) He's
1: hilarious. Bart and I were there.
4: Yes, he was 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 so good Mm -hmm. and so knowledgeable, and really helped. You know, I was watching, of course, as we all were, the economy and the numbers, and I was seeing my retirement was going up like exponentially. At the same time that the economy was struggling, I thought, "What does this mean?" And Dr. Eisenberg answered my Mm -hmm. question before I even asked, and it was. It was just great to see kind of an explanation of what the numbers are doing and a recognition. You know, he did a great job of saying, listen, the experts don't have crystal balls. We all do our best every day and we can look at some of the numbers and see when we will get out of this and how. And that was really great to bring him to Jackson. Yeah, part of our giving, as you see, uh, we did a pickleball gift, and uh, the rest of that story is that through the rest of private funding, thanks to the Pickleball Association, and then a partnership with the County of Jackson, the county just got a grant for the rest of the money. Mm -hmm. So that pickleball, those pickleball courts will happen at Sparks Park. And they will
1: be busy 100 percent of the time yes
4: they will be i love it have you done it yet yes i have so i made it a point to learn last (laughs) summer so my whole family were out there on the pickleball course we had a lot of fun with it uh, part of our giving this year, of course, we continued. We've been doing this for, I think, 20 years as I look back on the history. And uh, we gave away thousands of dollars in scholarship money. I think it was about 10000 this year. Uh, paid off a couple people's auto loans. That's that cool. was the best. You know, Happy New Year gift. You don't have to pay your auto loan anymore. That doesn't happen
1: every so, day to people. No,
4: it was, it was a fun celebration. And you know, really one of the highlights of the year in uh, this picture, just kind of me and my team, but there was a whole nother team because we partnered with True Community Credit Union on this hospice golf benefit. And that was just a real bright spot in 2021. We had record-breaking fundraising, thanks to our generous community and donors. And uh, you know, hospice work is just something that it's not fun to talk about but it's so important and it was great to be able to give generously to them this year.
0: And it's amazing really how much that uh, American One does for uh, Henry Ford Allegiance and for healthcare in our community. In mm-hmm. fact, um, Martha is the board chair yes. of Henry Ford Allegiance yes. Health and um, donates um, countless hours so many. to uh, helping our, our, our system here mm-hmm. in Jackson. So.
4: Yeah. It's just so important that we all stay connected with what each other is doing. And of Mm -hmm. course healthcare being so important over the last couple of years. So Martha's brought her business expertise and of course her big heart to be able to partner and help our healthcare system. Mm -hmm. And then of course, we are able to receive, um, you know, just from being a part of that with the community and help give back, yeah. help be a part of what do they need? Let's find out and let's be a part of the solution.
1: And, and you guys certainly give back and, and really the culture of American One is, mm-hmm. is kind of community based. Talk about why, why it is so important for, for you guys not to miss any event, and to always uh, back up and support everything.
4: Yeah, so being a credit union, we were started by people, individuals mm-hmm. back in 1950. And I just love revisiting this story because it started by individuals for individuals who live and work right here. So we are continue to be a local community credit union. So this is 70, almost 72 years later, where we are able to continue this mission. And part of my roles over the years, I was able to work in the compliance and risk management department for a while. So I go back and read the board reports and there's always been this community emphasis through the whole thread of all of these decades. And you think what a mission that Mm -hmm. stands the test of time. It's community giving. And so it's just so exciting to continue to be a part of that. And of course we like to reimagine it every year and and that's really positive change. But to be able to continue to give back bigger and better and more meaningful ways has been just just an exciting piece of our story.
0: Are the uh, balloons going to get up this year? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, Bart. <laughs> that goes on with The Economist and whether we can yeah. predict the future. <laughs> we had such a beautiful media night in 2021, I know. and then that was about it. <laughs> Enough to get some good photos. We did have the biggest uh, night glow. Like ever in Jackson, actually. So that's a piece that 2021 has gotten because the weather was so bad during some of the other flights. But this is a photo of one of the night glows. And this did happen in 2021. I didn't fake the photo and bring it to this year. Uh, so it was one of the biggest night gloves, but yeah, unfortunately, no launches this year for the Jubilee. Oh,
1: uh, how many car sales do you normally have throughout the year?
4: We do three. Three of them? Yes. Okay. Three big car sales. Three big ones. So, okay. yeah, we do a spring or summer car sale, and then we do a big one in August. Okay. So, May, August, and then right before the snow flies, so you can think, oh, I better get that all wheel drive. Um, so, about November, we do our third cool. one.
0: You grew it, uh, quite a bit in 2021. You added uh, one one new branch. We
4: did. We added Clark Lake. Yes, on the corner of U.S. 127 South and then Jefferson Road. That is a beautiful branch. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't been inside, you need to go inside. Obviously, beautiful people inside as well.
0: That's yeah, a great little plaza it's with, a great location. Uh, wonderful neighbors that you have. Um, mm-hmm.
4: And people are already taking advantage of services. It's, it's just been a really, really great location for us.
1: The partnership uh, your sponsorship of the uh, American One Events Center has uh, just been great. Uh, So many events there, so many, I mean I've been there like five or six times I think in the last month. Has that been uh, everything you guys thought it would be?
4: Absolutely. You know, you can't predict, and there's so much that goes into the behind the scenes of that actually getting unveiled to the community. And then to see all the variety of events that are able to take place there, from families to businesses to like major productions. And that space is so versatile that it just works for mm-hmm. anything somebody wants to do. We're having to look a way further out because you better book it up if you want yeah. that space. Because <laughs> right. it is a hot commodity. That's cool,
0: that's good. You've been there five or six times in the last month? Month or so.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I it's could probably right, name the events. It's the it's the flea market. You've been five or six times to no, the, the flea to market. No, I went to the YMCA,
1: <laughs> I went to the flea market, I went yes. to the Jagspo. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. there was something. And we had our things.
4: first car sale there this fall. Car sale? So, yeah. I
1: drove through the parking lot on the car sale. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll be there. There was a flea market. Flea market. Yeah. I like a flea <laughs> I market. I went to the flea market. Yeah. Everyone likes a good flea market. Did you know you can get bread at the flea market? Yes.
4: You You can can get everything. (laughs) What is at a flea market? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Something for everybody.
0: Nice. Yeah, you've also um, got the same challenges every employer has in uh, getting people. And with your growth, you have to have more people. What are some of the things you've done to incentivize uh, current employees and uh, bring people, new people in?
4: Yeah. So our board and our executive team just has done something just absolutely life changing, I think, for our team. And it just went into effect January 1st. So we increased our minimum wage to $15 an hour, but, and that, that is phenomenal in and of itself. But with that, we are also introducing responsible time off. Um, So what that is, is that we're trying to make sure that we can give every single one of our team members, no matter when you started with us, no matter your seniority, at least one week off every single quarter. That's four weeks of vacation time right out of the gate and it's not limited to that but that's what we really want to make sure that our team does to make sure that work-life balance remains intact you know we're all adults and whether somebody's joining our team for the very first time or whether they've been there for a little bit we're all we all have other pieces of our lives and so this responsible time off really acknowledges that and acknowledges that people may be caring for loved ones they may be needing to do something for their personal life that that when you're stressed about your mm-hmm. vacation time, oh my gosh, it yeah. just really impacts, it impacts your ability to work. So it really, for us, makes it say, okay, if we give people the time off they deserve and they've earned right from day one, because they're adults in this world and we all have more going on, mm-hmm. then when they come to work the next day, they're going to give it everything they've got. You should run for literally. president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. That That's great. I, I could use some
1: RTO. <laughs>
4: see, it's a great. It really is it. perfect. I'd probably take it. You can probably. You'll have to talk to your boss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> RTO. I like that.
4: Responsible time off. RTO. Yes. Awesome. It's well, been really good for our team. Yeah. It's been exciting to see what it already has done, yeah. and then as we implement, it's going to be great. It's a great place to work.
0: Cool. Well, happy new year. Thanks for being here.
4: Thank you. Happy new year. Happy
0: new year. Janelle Merritt is Vice President of Community Partnerships at American One Credit Union. The morning show continues after these words.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, News that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to the morning show. Did you see uh, the uh, fans get to meet their uh, idol quarterback on Sunday? I saw that. Did you see this? The, uh, the, the guardrail fell as fans were trying to uh, high five Jalen Hurts at, uh, they were at Washington football team stadium and uh, some eager fans this could happen to anyone
0: watch those people on the
1: left oh, oh gosh. my gosh and you know that could have ended horribly for jalen hurts but luckily he was able to get out of the way and then he helped some guys up pose for <laughs> some pictures and uh no harm no harm i love how the guys they get up and damn the injuries we're in the tunnel with them that's cool <laughs> And that's fun.
0: And it's still the Washington football team. It's taken three years. They still don't have a name. You know what I want to see? I want
1: to see the rest of those emails from, oh, the, yeah. uh, from where they leaked and busted John Gruden. I want to see everyone's emails mm-hmm. from that. So I, I'm still waiting
0: patiently for that. Maybe in 2022 we'll, we'll know the name of the uh, football team and the uh, host of Jeopardy. Or maybe. Maybe. Uh, here's um, something from the Lake Superior State University their annual banished words list every year they do this mm-hmm. And here are the words we should not use anymore. Be careful now. Two phrases. Wait, what? Uh, you know I, who says that? Who? <laughs> One
1: of my daughter's friends oh. since she duh, she says it non-stop banished.
0: Wait, what? Wait, what? You hungry? Wait, what? No worries. Oh, I
1: say that a lot.: yeah. It via a text, I say that a lot. and oh. I don't mean it anytime I say it.
0: And these I'm, I'm in agreement with all of these. Uh, new normal.
1: I've never said that I hate that.
0: You're on mute. Uh-huh. Asking for a friend, supply chain.
1: Yeah, I've heard enough of that too.
0: At the end of the day, I hate this one. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, that being said, that one drives me, nuts too uh austin would like all these word uh phrases circle if he back was still there. <laughs> circle back circle yeah.
1: back that's a good one let me circle back to never and i'll get back to you on that
0: <laughs> and deep dive we're going to take, gonna a, take deep a deep dive, dive into yep. this
1: data brandon yep. and then we'll come out better on the other side
0: do not use those phrases anymore they're banished forever
1: well i don't, I don't think they're going to be banished no. i think they're going to happen quite i, I can't bit. stand i
0: cannot stand those. Your, yeah. your
1: son's walking through the gate like the show's over
0: huh huh how about that? Yeah. Uh, Winter Classic, the uh, National Hockey League. Here's something. I thought they did this on New Year's Day, but apparently not. It's going to be this uh, Saturday. The Winter Classic, they're going to actually have to heat the ice. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> because it's going to be two below zero at game time so it's on Saturday. It's too cold. It's too really? cold. Now, that, uh, that wouldn't be one I would want to go and watch. Isn't that amazing? That would be gonna... fun.
1: These are great to watch on TV. They are.
0: They're fun. Wind chill minus 20.
1: Brandon, what do you think? Would you sit out in that? Nope. No, sir. (laughs) Nope. We'll watch it on TV.
0: Well, they've had, you know, like slush they've had to skate in before in past years. I think, yeah, they have.
1: I don't think it's been actual slush, but it probably hasn't been uh, firm ice. But that's always a cool event and Mm -hmm. really one of the only times hockey's relevant nationally. So we'll have to pay attention to it.
0: Uh, Tomorrow on the morning show, we have Deborah Kubitsky, administrator. Assistant Administrator and Health Officer with Jackson County Health Department, and Kristen Pluta and Todd Daisy from Lammers. You saw Todd yesterday? I talked
1: to Todd yesterday. He helped me out of a bind, so I get to thank him personally tomorrow.
0: Later today, Kelby Wallace from MDOT, Tim Booth, Connor Williams from the Chamber and the Library, we'll talk about the MLK Breakfast, Jason Tingley from Patriot Pest Control, and uh, meet the JTV staff with Adam (laughs) Braggenser. Oh my gosh. today. Thanks for watching. watching. We'll see you this afternoon.